0: Hello and welcome to the Making Better podcast, where we talk about making ourselves, our teams, and our organizations better. Today's episode is gonna be a little bit different than normal. Typically, I have a single guest on and we talk through a particular challenge within talent development. But being that it's the end of the year, this is the last episode of 2023, I wanted to do something a little bit different. So I actually set up conversations with about a dozen industry leaders you know these are people in talent development many of most of them are external i will say external practitioners they have a wide scope on kind of what talent development is looking like across the across the whole industry And I just asked them a couple simple questions. First, I asked them what's something that they learned in 2023 and how did it make them better? And then I asked them what's something they're looking forward to in 2024. So I think you're going to get a lot of fun out of listening to them. I certainly did. But before we turn it over to them, I should obviously be answering this myself. And so when I look back at 2023, the number one lesson that stands out to me without a doubt is the difference, learning the difference between being a freelancer and building an agency. And I want to be very clear when I say this, I don't think there is anything wrong with being a freelancer, like absolutely nothing wrong with that. Plenty of people, that's their goal. But when I started Better Everyday Studios, being a freelancer wasn't my goal. I got into it knowing that I wanted to build an agency. And through this year, This was the second year that I've been out fully on my own. I think for the first time, I really realized like what it means to be doing one of those two things in terms of the kinds of customers that you're looking for, the kinds of projects that you're looking for, the kinds of processes, internal processes that you have to set up are very different when you're trying to go for that scale, that is is—is really what I'm going for. So it's, you know, as we've closed out this year, I've spent a lot of time thinking about the processes, the procedures that we, that we have inside the organization, really, really excited about some of the changes that we've made. Um, so it's certainly made me better as a business person. It's made me better as an instructional designer. It's made me better as a salesperson. Um, I'm, I'm just, I'm really excited about everything that it's done. And so then that's making me really excited going into 2024. And I'm actually not gonna answer the second question right now of what I'm looking forward to in 2024 because I have a whole lot and this is my podcast. So I'm actually gonna steal the next episode. The first episode of 2024 is gonna be kind of a breakdown of the path that Better Everyday Studios has made what we're looking to become in 2024. And I'm gonna give you kind of a hint at the product. For the first time ever, we actually have a product roadmap of what we are building and the things that we're gonna be bringing to clients for next year. I couldn't be more excited. So for now, please get excited, listen in to the conversations with all these great and amazing people for the rest of this episode. And I will see you again in 2024.
1: Hi, I'm Sarah Canistra. I'm the founder of The Overnight Trainer and Good Learning. And my biggest lesson in 2023 was that people will still support you even when you change course. Uh, And that allowed me to play, to have more fun, to be more creative without being in fear that people won't to hear from me or be around me or be part of my community so that is what i learned in 2023 and so with that what i'm looking forward to most in 2024 is building on what i built on in 2023 scaling more um, but having a lot more creativity a lot more fun um, and simplifying things as well
2: hey it's matthew daniel senior principal of talent strategy at guild Uh, On the first question, which is, what's one thing I learned in 2023? You know, I had a manager who said a really hard thing to me at the end of 2022. And she said, uh, I deeply appreciate all of the passion and energy you bring to uh, challenges. And also, it's the tool that you've most developed in your toolkit. And I need you to start bringing other tools to the equation. I think uh, I love the idea of strengths finders of like play to your strength. I had taken it too far. And I appreciate her taking the time to pull me aside and say, actually, I need you to develop other tools. And so some of the tools this year were uh, getting better at the reframe, uh, finding ways to, in the moment where I lost some coworkers at work, not bringing passion and energy to it, but being quiet, reserved, Going back to paper, thinking through how I needed to solve the issue, um, working with a coach this year was really, really helpful to um, get through that make sure that I wasn't a one-trick pony in, in terms of what I brought to the table, but instead to actually spend some time and energy on developing some of those uh, places that weren't as strong. Um, for the second question, what do I look forward to in 2024? Uh, I think this is going to be, here's my, here's how I reframe, uh, which is 2024 is going to be hard. If you're in HR and talent strategy, if you're in L&D, if you're like the environment, the budgets are going to be tighter, expectations are going to be higher. We're seeing turnover in the people, in roles. We've got AI on the scene, which is is a really exciting opportunity that's actually going to bring a lot of uh, challenges to governance and how we work. What do we do? And so, I think when I look across all of that, I think there's a lot of opportunity to learn. That's what I think I'm looking forward to in 2024. It's going to be unlike any year that we've had. For those of us who've been in the industry for a long time, I lived through recession. Uh, you know, in this field, uh, 15 years ago. Um, this is going to be different. This is a different level of technology evolution. It's a different level of context that we're all dealing with in our jobs. And I think there are going to be a lot of opportunities to learn, and I'm really looking forward to it.
3: Hi, I'm Nicole papiana Lugara the founder and principal learning strategist at Your Instructional Designer. And I feel like my whole job is just learning lessons daily. Um, but I think a big one this year for me, maybe it's one that I already knew, but it is about, um, bringing your problems to the team. And so as a leader, I know that my inclination is to like shield my people from problems and from, you know, the things that are, uh, hard because I want to make sure they stay happy and stay engaged. And I want them to feel like they're working in a good place and, um, I have really had to like check myself this year and realize that I was kind of shielding them from opportunities to grow by doing that. It wasn't just, you know, me uh, helping them in some ways. It was was not good. And every time I go to them, I get all of these wonderful, brilliant ideas that I wouldn't have come up with by myself. So uh, transparency is one of our guiding principles. And I think it was just a really important reminder this year to like be transparent with my people and let them step up into leadership sometimes.
1: Hi, I'm Megan Galloway. I'm the founder of EverLeader, and I am so excited to be here to talk about what I learned in 2023 this year. I think the one biggest piece of learning that I had was, no matter what you're going through, whether it's really great or really hard, what really matters is how you do what you do. And really grounding in your values is the most important thing. No matter if you are have your dream job, or your job searching, or anywhere in between, just being true to you is the best thing you can do. And I am most excited about in 2024, I am launching my new business called The Ever Agency, uh, offering a couple of really incredible products like dual executive coaching to help two executives find common ground, uh, aligning executive teams, working on other things for your um, manager learning or leadership development like workshops or keynotes, coaching, um, and also launching a new cohort for learning and development professionals all about how to build leadership development programs internally to really amp up uh, what they're doing inside of your organizations too. So, so excited about all the things to come and so grateful for all of the incredible experiences, community, and support in 2023.
4: My name is Kevin Ulster. I'm a learning strategist here at Synthesia. Um, I head up our customer education program and help people learn how to communicate better using AI video. Uh, one lesson I learned in 2023, uh, and uh, how that made me better. Well, I learned that I um, I consult with a lot of different clients and a lot of uh, folks who are getting into AI and, and different AI tools, and I've I've learned that I don't always have the best answer, even if I think I do. By that, that I mean sometimes I, it's easy to listen to somebody's problems and then immediately go into solutions mode where you think that you've seen um, these problems before and you immediately want to jump with a, here's what you do in three steps. Or maybe that's the way my mind is working because I think about LinkedIn a lot. But Really, uh, I found that uh, where I'm most effective is just really living out uh, that motto, which is don't be the sage on the stage, be the guide on the side. And a lot of what I do now, and that's changed in 23, 2023 and when I work with clients, is I'm often in the role of facilitator where I'm often pairing, finding out what the specific problem is, what context of this problem is happening, and then try and find other people within the same context or the same company are trying to solve the same problem and facilitate a scenario where these two people who are having the same problem are coming up with solutions and knowledge sharing with each other. Um, Because I I think that ultimately, when you are consulting, it's not about getting to what you think is the end solution, but really how do you create uh, events, experiences, and moments for people to uh, be successful, share their ideas, and communicate with each other. So looking forward to doing more of that in the next year as well. Now, in uh, uh, 2024, one thing I'm looking forward to is uh, actually something less. I'm looking forward to less talk about chat chat, gpt large language models and ai is this big uh this big thing that's either going to take our jobs or save humanity and instead i'm looking forward to a return to identifying the problems and outcomes that actually matter Um, i think i've i've really especially towards the end of this year struggled with how many people I think it's okay to have opinions on the tool. I think it's even better to share your experiments and your uh, how you use these tools to to engage in your work. Um, but I think the amount of authority and the the titles that people have changed to have really uh, started to weigh on me in terms of what are we actually trying to achieve uh, with this wonderful new general purpose technology that we have. And so uh, what I'm looking forward to is less talk about uh, AI tools. And uh, I think it's okay to be excited about them and, and share what you're doing, but the authority, I think, Nobody really knows what's going to happen. There hasn't been as, that much academic research that's been conducted, both in an academic setting or a professional setting just yet. And so looking forward to people, everyone taking a collective deep breath, having a great uh, holiday season, and then coming back and revisiting what is the actual thing I'm trying to do, and then looking at what might this AI tool, how might this AI tool impact that problem for the better.
5: Hi, my name is Christy Oliva. I am the host of the podcast, Leaving the Classroom, and I help teachers transition out of the classroom and into their dream roles by helping with the, them with their resumes and interview prep um, and get them on track. So what I learned um, in 2023 the most about myself is that I'm too hard on myself. And um, so I really want to change that moving into 2024. I tend to build ideas up in my head, both personally and professionally. And when they don't go the way I have mapped it out and thought about over and over and over again, um, I'm devastated and um, in turn really hard on myself. So taking that into 2024, I want to have a mindset of gratitude and abundance. And I set a goal for myself to get 100 rejections or failures in 2024. And I think that's going to help me combat that fear of failure and also to help myself not be so hard on myself when things go wrong. I am just going to start expecting that things are going to go wrong. What I'm looking forward to in 2024 is actually expanding my Leaving the Classroom brand. I want to help at least 100 teachers in 2024 to transition out of the classroom. So that's another goal. I guess the number 100 is is the name of the game for 2024. Um, I hope that means something good. So I'm really looking forward to what this means for myself as I venture out into this passion that I have. so passionate about helping teachers since i once was one and successfully transitioned out so i'm really looking forward to seeing what that business does for myself and for what i can show my girls being um, a new business owner since i'm a single mom and then just i my big My big goal that it's hard to even voice is I really wanna disrupt the whole education system. And that starts with helping teachers um, leave and show that they are not happy where they are. So I'm really excited to see what that's gonna do next year. So stay tuned for that. (laughs) Here we go.
6: So I'm Kelly Merbler with the Kelly Merbler Company here in West Palm Beach, Florida. And the one lesson I've learned in 2023 is really the power of building community. Uh, As an entrepreneur, uh, I can't even explain how important and how needed and uh, valued this has been to me in my entrepreneurial journey. Um, Going from solo when I first started uh, almost six years ago now, six years in January, uh, to what I call synergy, solo to synergy, uh, building community has truly been a blessing because we all have ups and downs, we all are going to have challenges, uh, we're going to have peaks and valleys in this journey in life, and to have people that I know I can always just pick up the phone, reach out to, whether it's just a question that I have or advice that I need in my business, or just someone to listen to an idea I have. Uh, That has been so valuable to me to continue to build my business and thrive in my business and never feel that uh, I'm the only one going through something. And for 2024, what I'm most interested in uh, doing and looking forward to is really continuing to build my community, uh, continuing to spread my message and build the community that is currently surrounding me. uh, So we can do even more things together and collaborate. I believe that we all have a light within us, uh, that uh, we have a choice. My mentor taught me that we have a choice to either curse the darkness or turn on the light. And I truly believe in the community that uh, has been created around me, that We choose to turn on the light, and together we have created uh, the biggest number of watt light bulb that I can even explain uh, that is really going around the world and making it a much brighter place when sometimes it can seem so dark. So thank you.
7: Hi there. I'm Dr. Heidi Kirby, and the lesson that I learned in 2023 wasn't exactly a new lesson, but maybe just a... Uh, reassurance of an old lesson. And that is that it's critically important now more than ever, especially in this economy, to align what we're doing and learning and develop to the business. And if we don't do it fast enough, and if we don't show value fast enough, um, it can be really detrimental. I've just seen my team get laid off, and then a lot of other subsequent tech layoffs. And so that's really been the biggest takeaway for me in 2023, is being more intentional about how we connect to the people that we're serving, not just our end learners, but also our stakeholders and SMEs. And how has that made me better? Um, It's allowed me to really kind of peel back and go back to the basics of why are we choosing the solutions that we're choosing? Why are we, do we focusing on the things that we're focusing on? What is the outcome? And it just kind of has let me rely on those more fundamental practices of instructional design and learning and development. That's been really nice. And what am I looking forward to in 2024? Um, I'm really looking forward to creating more useful stuff for LD professionals.
8: Hi, I'm Betty Danowitz. Uh, you may know me as If You Ask Betty. Uh, I have the If You Ask Betty podcast where you can learn about all different types of development topics for all kinds of learning professionals. Um, You can also hear me on Making Better Podcast, so check that out. Um, What have I learned in 2023? I'll tell you, I've I've learned a couple of things, the most important being that when I tell people that growth is painful, I'm actually right about that. So, I I feel like I, I have that conversation with people a lot. You know, we, You know, they're always like, oh, you know, uh, uh, we, we're trying to grow and it's, you know, it hurts because yeah, growth is painful. And what I have found is that this year I've suffered some of that pain as I've saw the L&D industry start to grow in different directions, maybe in directions that I was really not interested in, um, especially when, you know, AI came in and just stole the show from everybody. I'm just going to say it. Um, I'm not saying that we shouldn't be talking about AI. I'm just saying maybe we could talk about other things too. Back up, back it up. What I've learned is that growth is painful, but it's necessary. And so I am open to AI, more open now than I was in the beginning um, to AI and the use of AI. And I've learned from talking to some of the folks that have really embraced this early on um, that there's no reason to... Freak out about this, but rather embrace it. Invite it to sit down next to you, um, you know, have a cup of coffee with AI, and try to understand how we can work together. So that's what I've learned. What I'm looking forward to for 2024 is I am looking forward to learning more, so that that growth doesn't feel so painful, right? So I'm looking forward to learning more about AI, how to how to properly use it, how to dispel some of the crazy out there, right? So some there are some, you know, zealots out there that AI is going to fix everything and do everything and then there's the other end of people which I used to hang out with which is, you know, AI sucks, we don't want to talk about it. Um, I can't believe I'm actually talking about it right now, but that shows growth. Anyways, my point is I am looking forward to learning more about how all of that works together and how that changes our ecosystem uh, and how we can show up our in our, our best selves. Uh, in that new space, so that's what I'm looking forward to.
9: Hi, I am Alexandria Clapp. I am a senior content manager at ATD, or Association for Talent Development. I learned to commit to progress over perfection, which was really hard. When we were putting together the intensive virtual program this year, it was focused on accessible learning design, And accessibility can be overwhelming and intimidating. And when we were looking at evaluating our own accessibility maturity, it was scary. It felt like we weren't ready. Um, So the content and the subject matter of that program was really a reflection of not only just the best practices that L&D should be striving for, but a reflection of our own lessons that we learned while creating the event. Um, That means I was learning how to streamline processes that integrate guidelines about color contrast and alt text descriptions and screen reader testing, navigation order, and more into the work that I do with my ATD colleagues, something that we weren't doing before. And asking ourselves all sorts of questions like, where do we start? Which guidelines should we follow? Why do every different accessibility checker seems like it's being written in a different language. So opting to take on that progress over perfection mindset that Meryl Evans talks about, to jump into that offering um, really helped knowing that we would make some mistakes along the way. And that has been a recurring theme, mantra, and mindset throughout the year that I fully had to embrace to pull off bringing intensive program to life. And it was truly um, looking at all the different touch points to design an accessible learning experience from the website and registration experience, the intensive branding, the marketing collateral, the virtual platform, the content and attendee experience, the speakers experience. There was so, so much to learn. And it again, it felt really daunting. But we had guidance and support from accessibility experts, and allies, and practitioners, and people who were speakers who were helping us along the way. Um, So man, it was such a big team effort. And I am so thankful to everyone who helped support that process across different teams, different departments within ATD, people externally. We have no internal dedicated accessibility specialists at ATD. Um, But we were able to do it and we've gotten really positive feedback and I'm so so proud and I think it's because we leaned into that progress over perfection mindset. Personally I have a bunch of weddings happening throughout the entire year. So many friends and family are getting married so I'm very excited to travel all over to celebrate friends weddings and then At ATD, we are going to continue with our demo day series, which are like half-day events where folks can look at a bunch of different vendors all at once, which I know would have been so helpful when I was working at my old organization. You're trying to schedule those, and like you're in decision-making mode, comparing all them. So I'm really excited for those and looking forward to planning future intensive programs next year. And we're looking at TK and seeing how we can continue to evolve and change up a little bit what that that conference looks like. It is uh, celebrating its 25th anniversary this year. And um, one of the things that I remember talking about with my manager when I joined ATD was that that conference is always getting a little bit of a shakeup. Um, we're always looking for a way to make sure that we're being respected receptive to the the community and what people need. So I'm excited to see like how we can continue to change it up for TK in the future.
10: Hi, I'm Dr. Robin Sargent, the owner and founder of Idle Academy, which which is the first and only vocational uh, school for instructional design and online learning. So this year, my big lesson is that subscriptions are great for SaaS companies, or you know, uh, software as a service companies, and they are terrible for learning. And that was my big lesson. I thought that I would be so clever and I would turn the vocational school into a subscription model. But as you can imagine, uh, because it's my lesson learned, it didn't work out. And the reason why is, is because if you are learning, it is challenging and it is hard and it is difficult. And so, once you reach that place where it starts getting challenging and hard and difficult, if you are on a subscription plan, then there it is. I mean, you just you just cut it. You just unsubscribe. You don't uh, overcome the the wall, you know, in the learning pit, and uh, and you don't reach your goals. And so, that's my big lesson. That's my big takeaway: is that subscriptions are great for SaaS companies, terrible for learning. And so, what I'm looking forward to. In 2024 is that I have actually taken this lesson learned and I have completely redone the vocational school. Um, It is a completely new uh, training that has been built after years of experience um, and all of my experience and all of the learner feedback over the years. And you invest into your education upfront and we include one-on-ones. It's a very high flex learning. It's one-on-ones. It it includes um, group uh, coaching. It includes a live facilitated lesson as well as the self-directed. And it's a whole Uh, program that includes like all the training and then you graduate and then you get one-on-one career coaching for the rest of the way. And that's really what people needed. And so that lesson that I learned of like trying to just get the most amount of people into the vocational school as possible um, actually made me take it back and realize it's not about getting the most amount of people. It's about how can I get people into the transformation that they need in order to reach their goals to become an instructional designer and e-learning developer.
11: Hi there, I'm Tennille Miller, and I'm the founder of EXT, Experience and Transformation, which is a consulting firm. And over the last year, I think one of the most important things that I've learned is that in order to really flourish as a human being, and of course, in our communities and our workplaces, I had to get better at balancing just being along with all the doing. And I think a lot of us can relate to that in the sense that, you know, my default, like most people, is really to focus on the doing, doing, doing. What am I getting done? And this year I've been really um, exploring and learning new ways to just be and focus on ensuring my energy is amazing and not just knocking everything off the to-do list without worrying about uh, my health, my well-being, how I'm showing up for others. Because again, we're very contagious to each other, whether we realize it or not. And so for me, this has been something as simple as uh, getting enough sleep, getting a lot of sleep, actually, you know, going for a walk with no destination, just kind of strolling along, Mm -hmm. um, journaling, exploring new ways of playing and just kind of perceiving the world, just learning to perceive it in different ways through new eyes, that kind of thing. And you know, it's really changed my life and it's made me a lot more present. And one of the things I find interesting is, as I've done this, not only has it helped me a lot and those around me because I'm showing up differently, of course, but over the years, I've also noticed that, you know, as individuals, practitioners, leaders, et cetera, in organizations, I don't think anyone does this enough. And I think that's why we have so much of the reactivity, the burnout, firefighting, non-strategic ways of working. Sometimes I think that comes from not pausing and just being and thinking and giving yourself space uh, and that type of thing. And so I think what I would say is I think we need to learn how to um, focus on the how work gets done these days, not just what gets done and what's being done. So that was, that's really been the biggest learning I think for me. And again, it's made me better in all of those ways. And then for 2024, I think I'm looking forward to everything. I think we've now come out of the pandemic so long. I think I'm just really looking forward to hopefully just exploring and embarking into this new world because it is a new world and really doing that, hopefully all of us with as much creativity and again, kind of play and just exploratory mindsets as possible.
0: Hi everyone. I'm Al D. I am the host of the Edgework podcast and a talent and leadership development consultant. So one thing I learned in 2023 is that you can say no to things and that the house won't burn down. In fact, in many cases, if you say no to things, it'll actually either free up more time to work on something that you can make a greater impact with, or it'll open you up to other opportunities that you can eventually say yes to. And something that I'm looking forward to in 2024 is practicing the said lesson of learning how to say no to things so that you can free up time to do other things or make a bigger impact with some of the other things that are on your plate. Okay, I lied. I know in the introduction I said you'd see me again in 2024, but obviously I have to close out the show. So thank you so much for tuning in today. I hope you got a lot out of it. I loved having these conversations. So many interesting lessons from all of these people. It's great to see the different takes that people had on their reflection of the year. I hope you got just as much out of it as I did. Make sure if you are not subscribed, make sure to subscribe next year is going to be awesome. The the things that we're going to, that I'm hoping to do with this podcast, I I couldn't be more excited. Some of the guests we're bringing on, it's going to be absolutely amazing. And and now I will, for the final time, sign off for 2023 and see you in 2024.